This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The biggest breaking news stories. An outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Good morning to you. Thank you very much indeed for your company. I mean, just it's just laughable now. I mean, it's laughable apart from when you want to just sort of, you know, kick the television or, or punch somebody because of the anger you feel about all of the things that you and your family, your loved ones and everyone else missed out on uh, during lockdowns, particularly during that very first lockdown. I think back to what was going on in June 2020. And um, I think we... We could all remember, you know, not being able to visit loved ones in care homes, uh, family members, um, all all of the the, the the hit on you know hospitality and retail. Hospitality still closed back in June 2020, of course, didn't open until the 4th of July. And um, all of the hardships that people went through. Meanwhile, yeah, another party in number 10. Doesn't have to be a good party just because they throw what look like, frankly, rubbish parties doesn't mean it's not a party. If there's cake... There are 30 people and those 30 people include your wife and for some reason your interior decorator, Lulu Little, and you're singing happy birthday. I'm afraid that's what's called a party. And yes, it was quite clearly, without a shadow of a doubt, illegal in Britain, well, in England uh, at that time. So is this uh, drip, drip, drip going to mean the end for Boris Johnson or... Have we all just got bored with Partygate? Well, let's uh, talk to Tom Slate, who's editor of Spiked Online. Good morning to you. Morning, Julia. I have to say the reaction of one of my relatives, who's, who's one of the nice people um, who actually voted for Boris Johnson's. Um, their response when I uh, passed on the, the news, you won't believe it, there's been another party uh, emerge, was um, they should all be taken out and shot. Um, I think there's quite a lot of people who feel that way. No, definitely. I mean, I myself, I kind of swing wildly between being infuriated and being kind of bored just because there's been so many of these by this point. But if I am bored, it's only because we've just been treated to one story like this after another. And it just looks worse and worse and worse. I mean, you do just get the impression now. And this sort of drip drip of allegations has really built that up that they didn't take it seriously from the beginning. There was no period in which they did take it seriously, whether it was the first lockdown, second lockdown, you name it. It just adds to that sense in which lockdown was something for the little people, not for them. Yeah. And I just don't know how they're going to shake this image now, especially with this so directly implicating the prime minister, it being his birthday and all the rest. Well, well exactly. I mean, oh, well, apparently the defence is, well, he was surprised. He didn't know there was going to be the cake and I mean, even the singing. You weren't, you weren't allowed to join a choir. You weren't, you weren't, there was no singing wasn't allowed. Um, uh, you know, uh, children wouldn't be allowed to sing at school. Actually, no, there was kids swinging at, outside in the playground to Boris Johnson that day. And there's lots of the, lots of the papers have a picture of 
the Prime Minister on his birthday, on the 19th of June, his 56th birthday, holding a cake that was given to him by uh, a school he was on a visit of to. Of course, these, these were uh, children who were the children of key workers who were allowed in school at that time. Rest of all kids, no, they were still stuck on Zoom lessons or not having any lessons at all at that time. But yeah, let's, let's, just, let's, not, let's not sweat the small stuff, eh, Tom? Millions of children not being educated. Um, I have to say, my, my anger about this is it is visceral. I'm sorry. Um, they, they knew what the rules were. And, and the number of the people who are saying, oh, it's not a big deal. It wasn't breaking the rules. It was at work. These people work with each other anyway. Completely missing the point. I'm assuming these people either A, have been breaking the rules all the time or and B, just have forgotten or C, they simply weren't in offices. So they don't realise. I was back in my office by, by June 2020. My team uh, were here the entire time, along with millions of other people. My guess is most of the people listening to the show right now were out working because this idea that everyone was sitting at home, you know, the ones who were wagging their fingers at the people who were going past, going, how outrageous. Yes, those are the people going to the factories and making the stuff that you were buying on Amazon and then putting it in boxes and delivering it and making the food you were ordering on Deliveroo and, and, and sweeping the streets and going to hospitals and, and doing work in schools. All of the things that carried on with millions of people at work, in their workplaces, in their offices, while um, the, the, the middle classes sat at home uh, on their laptop saying oh aren't we wonderful people not spreading the virus um at that time and and basically for most of the last two years you know, we were basically you know you could come in the office you can do your shift five minutes later get out you had your one-way system for walking we had perspex screens everywhere uh, you weren't allowed to go within two meters people were getting in trouble in my own building for going within two meters of each other um really incredibly strict rules there were no work meetings there were there were no sort of there were conference rooms which were only allowed you know three people in because of social distancing rules and ventilation. I mean the idea that oh yeah you could just have thirty people in the room and you blow out a cake and blow out candles and and have a sing song around a cake. I mean the idea that that was legal at that time is an absolute nonsense. It is nonsense. I think if this was as bad as these stories got, no. the discussion might be a little bit different. You know, but this is the problem. You know, I, what we're on the. 408th of these Christmas, these party and number stories at this point. And it, it's all, it's becoming so repetitive. I mean, I thought it was interesting that sort of Lulu Little made another appearance, yeah. you know, from the kind of crisp, from the, the original kind of flat redecoration scandal. It's like a sitcom that's running out of ideas. They're bringing back old characters. Such is this such a protracted yeah. kind of scandal. Some, some are suggesting out. it's really good for the series finale to bring all the <laughs> plot lines together. It certainly feels like that. But it just, again, if this was as I say, one of two or three kind of similar stories where, you know, there's a work meeting that basically blurs the line into a party. Well, that would be a different conversation, yeah. but this is in the context of the Christmas party, the May 20th party at the height of the first lockdown yeah. and all the rest of it. So these excuses really start to wear thin in the situation where it's quite clear they didn't care what the rules were in the first place. If this was as bad as it got, that's a different conversation, but we all know that yeah. it isn't. Well, indeed. Now, it's understood that Sue Gray, the, the senior um, civil servant who is investigating Partygate, and basically, basically every day she just, like, you know, reaches reaches for a computer and press you know, create new folder for yet another party. By all accounts, she did know about this party already, this, sorry, work event. Um, I mean, the amount of work events I've been at where everyone sang happy birthday to me and, uh, and made a cake with my, with my interior decorator and my <laughs> husband i mean you count on you know so many hands um but um she already knew about this so it's not going to delay the publication we are we understood that it could be ready by tomorrow or thursday very much hoping it's ready by tomorrow because so i can talk about it on air on thursday we understand it'll be given to the prime minister in advance maybe overnight uh, for them to prepare their lines obviously and spin that oh look it's exonerated him but of course the key thing there with the sue gray investigation is we understand she's been talking to the police 
Um, and then mm. apparently police officers have been very helpful. Clearly, police officers really rather peed off about all this as well. Um, and um, the bizarre thing is we've got the Met chief, Cressida Dick, who's uh, going to be quizzed by MPs today about why the Met police didn't investigate. If they were all, all these police officers being aware of these events and not doing anything, if you or I had done this and someone had dobbed us in, the neighbours had dobbed us in, we, well, I mean, I mean, I'd have been prosecuted, you'd have been prosecuted, I'd have lost my job. I mean, and, and, yet, and yet the police has, despite all of the evidence, some of these things being admitted by, mm. by, by people who were there, um, no police investigation as yet. It's a curious situation, is it? Sue Gray has basically become the highest authority in the land. You know, she seems to transcend the police. Boris Johnson needs to consult her on whether or not he was at certain things and what he was aware of. It's a very strange state of affairs. But as you say, you know, there were people particularly um, late 2020, who were being handed £10,000 fines for parties that were smaller than some of the ones that went on in number 10. This, I just don't see how you can come back from that. And whether or not Boris Johnson manages to limp on a bit longer because the opposition to him is a little bit disorganised at the moment and all the rest of that, he's not going to get out from under this in one way, shape or form. It's just going to dog him for the rest of his premiership, however long that Yeah, happens. and I, th I think that is the case. I, th I think that, that it, it's broken that sort of twinkle. And, and also, mm -hmm. again, lots of people who've, who who don't like Boris Johnson, either because they don't like Boris Johnson or they, they, they didn't want Brexit or they just you know think all Tories are scum. I can't think who I'm thinking about. Um, um, they... Um, uh, they, they're going to sort of leap on anything and say, aha, this is proof that this is this, this is what this man is really like. There are millions of people, though, who voted for Boris Johnson. There are, many, there are hundreds of Tory MPs who voted for him to be their leader. Knowing all of his faults, he is a, a, not a matter for debate. He's a proven, you know, womanizer, adulterer, um, uh, liar. I mean, serial liar. Um, <laughs> he's had some very, you know, he's been sacked from so many jobs for lying. It's, 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 a, it's a joke, frankly. Um, we knew all that. And yet he was elected by Tory MPs and, uh, and Tory party members. Um, he was elected by, by voters, Tory and many floating voters came over for the first time. People, people, that was, that was priced in. And I, and I think that this is very different because what someone does in their private life, lots of people just say, I don't care. It's not my business. People, we're all flawed human beings. People make mistakes. Some people are better people, we know. But if they're going to do the job I want done in the government, I'm prepared to overlook that. The reason why this is different is it's not that Boris Johnson was at a party or 18,000 parties or is it's the fact that we weren't we weren't allowed to and it doesn't matter for me like I'm in my 50s you know what does it matter but you know I know you know my 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 you know my colleague uh, James Mack, he missed on his missed out on having his you know 50th it's a big big occasion but it's the number of children who missed out on their birthday parties it's the the number of you know grandparents who who whose last birthdays were spent alone uh, in in a care home or or at home, unable to see their loved ones. Um, someone um, pointed out actually, my colleague actually, Stig Abel, I think that no, no, it was Tom Tom Newton Dunn who's going to be at Talk Radio uh, TV. Um, that that you know, if your child is born between March and July, your child's not had a birthday party for three years because there've been restrictions, mm -hmm. you know, for 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 you know since well you know they haven't had a thing since twenty 2020, twenty so twenty twenty nineteen. So people who've had children. Uh, since then have not had a birthday party for their children these are these are really big events in people's lives these these you know these things matter that's why we do these things and while we were not allowed to do them and people weren't doing the right thing or were obeying the law because they were fearful of getting caught and losing their jobs uh, and getting in, getting a fine um these people in number 10 who were making the rules thought they were thought they were stupid rules because if they thought they were good rules they would have obeyed them so why were the rest of us forced to obey them
It's, it's so ridiculous. I mean, one of those tweets that's been doing the rounds again um, in the past 24 hours is that one from Greater Manchester Police, where in the summer of yeah. 2020, they dispatched officers to break up a children's birthday party. Yeah. I mean, this just three remind... ha- No, three households. So we're, to, we're, to, we're assuming parents with a kid and two sets of grandparents or, or maybe, you know, some aunts and uncles or something. That's it. Three households, a kid's birthday party in the garden. It's absolutely crazy. And then you... You're just in a situation where if Boris Johnson had anything else to fall back on, people might, um, again, people can can kind of make up for yeah. any of his personal shortcomings. But as you say, not only is this so personal because it's about locking us down and then starting to throw parties in number 10 almost immediately, it seems like. But there's also what else does he have to show for this now? Yeah. I mean, his government is just consumed by one scandal after another. It's just constantly firefighting. Yeah. You know, it can send arms to Ukraine, but even that doesn't change the subject. Yeah. It's just there's nothing else there. So all you're left with is the bad faith and the well, lies. Well, that's it. I mean, you know, that's it. He did get Brexit done. All credit to him. I thought his leadership in the first uh, stages of the lockdown was really, really impressive. And his leadership at the end of, of, of the, of the pan- pandemic, which we are at, thank you very much, um, in terms of standing up to Sage and the doom mongers and, and, and taking us out of lockdown in July. It should have been, I mean... We should never have been in lockdown and it should have been out of lockdown in February. Um, but, you know, we eventually got out and we didn't go into lockdown again in December. Um, I want to give him credit for that. And, and we've got to give him credit for the vaccine uh, and getting rolling that out and approving it and, 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 and all of that. I, I am I, I'm all, always happy to give credit on that. But in terms of net zero, the cost of living crisis, the energy crisis, um, uh, the failure to stand up on the culture wars, um, mm. And and you know, tax rises, really unfair tax rises, like national insurance increase on the lowest earners and things. Sorry, I'm I, yeah, I'm really unhappy about that. I'm getting a few messages from people saying, uh, "Well, this is a typical one. We're on the brink of World War Three, and you're consistently <laughs> talking about parties. We are going to talk about Ukraine, I promise you. But yeah, this does matter because this is the man. This is a man who might lead us into war. Is it not important that we trust that the person who's leading us into war is someone who is honest and has integrity? I'm sorry, do these things not matter to people anymore? Because they really matter to me. I want to be able to trust if he says something at the dispatch box that that is factually true. And I'm sorry, I don't think anyone believes a word the Prime Minister says. And I don't think it's tenable to continue on that basis. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe and give me a good review. And don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.